How can we grow thriving, creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftali Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. Hello. So let me set the stage of just where I am sitting and recording right now. Because of, you know, hashtag all the things, I am sitting in my minivan. Yes, I am a mom of three, so I have a minivan. And I normally record in our other vehicle, which is a little less mom, but my husband took that to the store. And I'm sitting in my minivan right now, one, outside my neighbor's house, which I'm sure they're wondering what I'm doing. But two, I get the fun delight of getting to watch my kids as the babysitter watches them ride their bikes up and down the street, laugh and giggle. I get to have that opportunity and I get to just sit here and rejoice in that. I just wanted to share that with you because this is making me smile. And if at any point during this episode, I just start laughing. It's not because I've lost my mental capacities. Those are as intact as they've ever been, at least as far as I think. But it's because I'm just getting to delight in the moment. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Today, we are going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It's near and dear to my heart because I firmly believe that this is something we don't talk about enough and we don't share enough about with each other. And it ends up causing a lot of us when we have these moments, and I'll tell you what we're going to be talking about in a moment, but we have these moments where we feel the emotion that I'm going to be talking about today, and we feel a lot of shame and guilt over that emotion. And it has really been on my heart lately as I watch so many people just because of the social distancing that is happening and the lockdowns that are happening all over the country. I am seeing the really powerful impact of loneliness really start to ripple through our society. And I've been thinking a lot about it because loneliness is something that I have felt a lot And I haven't just felt it in one season of my life or another. I know that if many, many years ago when I was single and I didn't have kids and I was living with roommates, I kind of deluded myself to believe that if all of those things were different for me, if my life circumstances were different, that I wouldn't feel lonely anymore. So flash forward a few years in my life when I was newly married and I had a couple of real young babies and I recognized that I was just so, so lonely. I had humans around me all the time and 
I felt sad and I felt lonely. And I remember just kind of reflecting to myself, like, I thought this season of my life would be different. I thought it would be different if I had the right type of friends. I thought it would be different and I wouldn't feel lonely if I was married. I thought it would be different. Insert any of the things. And what I have come to recognize is that one, I think loneliness and where it sources from in me is just something that happens sometimes in me. And I will talk about four practical tips for when you feel lonely today. But I just wanted to own in the beginning that loneliness is something that I quite often have to walk through. Um, I have learned not to feel guilt or shame. I've learned that there isn't always something that I have to do differently, or maybe it doesn't even mean I need more friends or different friends or a different sort of relationship with my husband, but that instead loneliness for me sources from how I am thinking and how I am feeling and how I am pacing my life. So I, as I'm just watching a lot of loneliness happen, and I don't necessarily believe it's happening more. I think it's happening differently, and I think we're talking about it more. So I wanted to talk today about what it is to feel lonely, why we might feel lonely, and then really quickly some practical tips for when we do feel lonely. So what is loneliness? And when does it happen? Now, one of the myths that I referenced in my own story was that loneliness is not just being alone. Loneliness is a feeling state and often a pattern of thinking that happens sometimes when people are alone and sometimes when they're with other people. It is this just really exhausted feeling separated from, disconnected from, isolated from others, and really just feeling like no matter what you try, and maybe you just don't even feel motivation to try anymore, you are alone and not actually all the time, but that you don't have anyone you can lean on and that you don't know that anyone would be there for you. And there's so many things, but I wanted to just point out the loneliness is different than being alone. So what are some things when you have that feeling state happen? What can you do? What can be done about it? Because it's not a happy feeling. It's not a feeling that maybe allows for growth or movement, or at least a lot of us experience it that way. So as with all the feelings we discuss here on The Thriving Creative, I will say that the first place you have to start is you have to be able to notice and have a system for noticing when you are feeling that way. I know when I am often in a lonely space, like maybe within my day, if I am not being mindfully aware, I tend to describe loneliness as irritability. I tend to f- describe it as disappointment, um, sometimes anger. That's generally some of the early warning signs of that for me. And when I'm having really 
aware weeks and weeks that I'm turned in, I can catch it even a little bit sooner. It tends to look like discontent. I will maybe pick fights um, with people I know will fight with me. And because I'm, it's a way to get interaction. And so I want you first, as you listen today, just to really be mindful and aware. What are your feelings of loneliness? How do you experience that? And then how does that start to play out in your interactions with yourself and other people? Oh, I'm also really incredibly hard on myself when I'm feeling lonely. And I've noticed that if I start to shift my own language about myself, that that may be sourcing more out of loneliness than out of um, self, like, hatred. To me, it's almost like I have deluded myself into believing that other people might be feeling this way about me. So it's easier or I feel more in control if I like say, oh, it's just me. So what are some really practical things that you can do when you feel lonely? So first things first, right? You have to acknowledge that it's happening. Second, you can remove the things that kind of sabotage you and take you towards a state of lonely living. Like I said from the beginning, loneliness is a feeling. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that you are alone or that you can't access other people, but it might mean that you are accessing the wrong sorts of people. And it might mean that there are just some things that have to go away in your life. So some of the things that I wrote down just when I was thinking about when I have felt and experienced loneliness, some things that I've removed from my life that have really helped with that. One, those are times that I really have to take a break from my greeting card friends. Now, that is not friends that just send me greeting cards because actually I love getting mail. I think it is the best and most awesome thing. I am not great at sending mail, but I love getting it and it makes me super happy. But what I mean by greeting card friends is those friends that when you share your real feelings, they go, oh yeah, well, there are hard days, but life will be better. Well, yeah, no kidding but I need to feel my feelings today and I need you to be with me. So if you have greeting card friends in your life and they feel like they're the only option, I get it. I've been there. But what I want you to ask yourself right now is how can you lean into some other relationships in your life? How can you connect maybe with just that one person that you know that like really will listen to you and won't give you really like, cutesy answers to like your biggest heart sensations and your biggest pains. So that's one way um, that you might remove the sabotage because I know, and I would be curious for each of you, when I interact with greeting card friends, I really do start to devalue my own emotional states. And I start to think, well, I'm just being a complainer and I'm just being whiny and I just need to have more gratitude and hope. Yes. And the way that we bring in more gratitude and more hope into our lives is by first acknowledging the, the feeling state because we can't we can't put gratitude on top of what we're feeling. We have to put it in its place. 
And that doesn't always mean replacing just the experience of the emotion. Another place that I have needed to take some breaks when I am feeling lonely is certain types of social media. This is anywhere from actually doing a break from social media for a period of time. It's um, limiting times I go on certain platforms. And most often it comes down to maybe snoozing or quieting those people on Facebook that seem to have their lives all together, seem to have all the friends, seem to have everything perfect. And I know in my mind that that's not accurate, that they're just displaying a part of them. But for whatever reason, I'm letting their lives impact my mood state. And so when I notice that happening, I just, I just snooze them. Like I don't do it with harshness or malice. Sometimes I do if they post undocumented, like an unsubstantiated like information that like have no like academic basis than I do sometimes with malice, possibly not malice, but just annoyance <laughs> do that. But most of the time I actually just smooth snooze people because I'm interacting with their lives in an unhealthy way. And I don't think that it's fair for me to put that on them. So I snooze them so that I can work on myself and then hopefully be okay when they pop back on my feet again. It's a great feature that Facebook has. If you don't know how to do that, send me a DM and I will send you a screen video of how you might do that yourself. Another thing that I really like to look at when I am feeling lonely is I actually look at some of maybe my unhealthy coping patterns, maybe some of my relationship with food or exercise or TV. Um, and I ask myself some really deep, curious questions because what I recognize is sometimes I use those instead of acknowledging my feelings and that makes my feelings scream really loud and it makes me feel even more lonely because I'm not speaking to actually what is happening and loneliness has at times for me been a byproduct of what else I am avoiding. So be curious with yourself in these spaces. Ask yourself, like, what is maybe sabotaging my connectivity? What is getting in the way of those sensations of connectiveness? And how can I remove those or pause those in this period where I really need to acknowledge my loneliness, but I also don't want to live in this mood state forever. The next thing that I would encourage any of us to do would really be if we are feeling lonely in it, find a friend you can tell. Now, like I said previously, it shouldn't be a greeting card friend. It shouldn't be someone that fixes your feelings, but find that friend or family member that is a safe person and join with them in the fact that we all feel lonely sometimes. It doesn't mean that something is wrong with you. It doesn't mean that your situation is off or isn't the way it should be. And if you only had X, Y, or Z, that you would be fixed. Loneliness is a feeling state and it is an experience that each of us have. So share it and know that even in the state of 
loneliness, you are not alone and that there are other people right now experiencing it. And there are people that have experienced it too. So find those people connect in the human experience. Another really practical way to dress or be with your loneliness or be with yourself in that lonely state is find and work on your purpose. I love Viktor Frankl and his search for meaning. And in that, he talks about really that as humans, we do not find meaning or joy in our work or what we do, but instead it is in our purpose that that is found. So in times of loneliness, for me, when I have reevaluated what my purpose is, it's funny how when even situations don't change, all of a sudden I feel differently. I feel less alone because I will connect with my purpose instead of always looking to other people. I was thinking through this as I wrote out the outline for today's episode. I was thinking, when did I really have this happen in my life? And it's happened a lot of times, but the most recent has really been when I have had moments of loneliness during this lockdown period. For me, that has been hard. I am an extrovert and I use um, screens a lot for my work, but I have when I have not been careful, I have really allowed myself to be in times of loneliness because I just kept thinking, this isn't enough. This isn't what I want. And so as I have walked through this period, what I have had to do and where I have had to be careful is when I have those feeling states and when they start to take over how I'm acting and how I'm reacting to maybe my family or to myself or to my work, I've really had to ask myself some hard questions like, what is your purpose and how do you play that out here? And so I know I've shared this here before, but my purpose is really relational. And so I think that's made this season hard because I've had to rethink, like, how do I get my purpose moments throughout my life. And for me, that has had to be like, okay, how can I be purposeful with my kids when I'm around a lot? What are the purpose of this relationship right now? It's not just keeping them alive. I can do that with a lot less time than I need to spend with them now. So what is, what are those heart wishes? What are those future life wishes I have for my kids? Like I want them to be thriving, thoughtful members of society. So how do I do that? And when I have days where I am just feeling cranky and disconnected and lonely, when I ask myself those questions, I find life. I find purpose in the seemingly monotonous parts of our life right now. Another place that I have found to like lean into that purpose when we are in a time of disconnect is that I have made it a point to connect with my people. I've made it a point that every single day I text or a boxer other humans. And I really just, I ask them the questions that I wish other people were asking me. I ask them really how they're doing, not what they're doing, not even how they're feeling, but like, how 
are you? And then when they give me like a surface, like I'm great, da, 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 answer, I like push a little bit because in the time of disconnect, I know that for me, the biggest gift I can give to other people as well as myself is to connect in those deeper places. Now, is that annoying to people sometimes? Yes. And I have learned to like read those people and not do it there. Don't cross people's boundaries. They may not be ready to feel those feelings. But I want you to think if you are in a lonely space, what is your purpose? Where do you find those purpose? And I've done quite a few episodes on finding your purpose and defining your purpose and how to be purposeful. So if that is a place you're like, I don't even know how to figure that out, we will make sure to link those episodes in the show notes. If you can't find the show notes, DM me on Instagram and I'll make sure to send you over some direct links. So that's a place that you can really go and be curious and be practically doing, like asking yourself every day, okay, how can I be on purpose today with all that's going on and myself and my family and my relationship and all the things that are purposeful. And notice then how that might shift your feelings of loneliness. Lastly, and I think this is important to just acknowledge, loneliness and if it's pervasiveness can be a sign of something else going on. It can be a response to depression. It can be a response to really severe anxiety. It can be a response to a lot of other mental health conditions or experiences. So if you are going through a really impactful time of loneliness and some of these practical tips don't help and you just feel really desperate in that space and maybe you're starting to have thoughts about what your own value might be or maybe thoughts about whether your life should continue or maybe even just a little less intense thoughts but still as pervasive about your worth and not having a value and not having a purpose and if you are in a space where this loneliness is impacting your ability to really connect or be curious, or get out of bed, or any of those things, I'm going to really encourage you to also seek um, the support of a mental health professional in the form of a therapist. There is a lot of this curious, deep work we can do with ourselves and with other people. But there are times that these feeling states are a sign of something different. And so if in the process of doing this personal development work and that this mindful journey, you end up feeling stuck and like you can't keep moving. I want to encourage you to reach out. As many of you know, I have another business where that is my job is being a therapist. And I'm not saying that because I'm like, come see me. Actually, I don't work with people that like are listeners of this podcast or coaching clients. But I say that because I want you to know that in this time where a lot of people are experiencing massive levels of loneliness and what they are recognizing is that they have been lonely for a while and their busyness has distracted them from that. There are so many different ways in this time, even if you can't go to someone's office, that providers are able to support you and maybe... Um, help you figure out what the other things that are going on 
I just want to encourage you to go there. No shame. I've seen a therapist. I will definitely see a therapist at other times in my life. So if that feels overwhelming to you, like you're like, I don't even know where to start, please reach out. We have some resources here where we can connect you with therapists. Um, We can connect you with people within your geographic area or your community or takes your insurance. Reach out. Let's get you going on that if that's a place that you need to be. Yeah, loneliness. It is a feeling state that we all have. And as you go into the state, I want you to know it's okay if you are lonely. It's okay to acknowledge it. You don't have to hide it. You don't have to pretend you don't feel that. I have lonely days and I have lonely weeks, but I want to remind you that you get to choose what you do with your feelings. And as you start by acknowledging it, then also make a plan. What are you going to do with this feeling? Are you going to let it drive you? Or are you going to lovingly and without shame acknowledge it and then lean into the next step? What is your next step? I am so grateful that I have got to join you on today's episode. And I am so grateful that I get to join you each and every week. One of the ways that I really love connecting with all of you and hearing from you is by the reviews you leave. I know I haven't really been reading reviews lately, and that's just because life has been a lot and I've committed to doing these podcasts, but beyond that, I have not taken a lot of time, but I was on the podcast review page the other day and I was like, wow, this means a lot. And I'm so grateful to each of you that listen each and every week, or maybe you can catch one of the episodes and then you have to take a break, do what you do. But I am so grateful for you. I just wanted to say thank you to each of you and just ask if this is a podcast that has impacted you or if you have found value or benefits to any of the podcasts that we've put out here on The Thriving Creative, please, please, please head on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll all the way down and leave a review. It means so much. And in this time where sometimes it's hard to remember why we're doing the things we're doing, trust me when I say hearing from each of you, whether it's in the texts you send me or the messages you send me uh, or the reviews you leave really does speak to me and my soul. And for that, I am grateful. Have a great and thriving on purpose day. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon, which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come. 
You are such a huge part of what we are doing here and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon.